When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, J.C. Jackson says that he's, quote, not that important to the Patriots, and it's time for him to get paid. The Packers and Devontae Adam haven't discussed a contract extension. The Steelers plan to add some quarterbacks in the offseason. Patriots, Bill Belichick's plan for ex-Giants coach Joe Judge to mentor Mac Jones will be a disaster. And the Packers GM claims, listen to this. That Green Bay will be competitive with or without Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Woo, I can't wait to see that. What's up, kids? My name is Ray Route, and welcome to the Dear Pats Nation podcast. You know what? I am what you can call a New England Patriots super fan, uh, and I'm always going to find a way to talk about the six-time Super Bowl champions. But I don't just talk about the Patriots. I discuss the entire NFL. And no matter what time of year it is, I'm always here to give you your football fix. Don't forget, I'm a member of the Dean Blundell Podcast Network. Head on over to DeanBlundell.com and see everything I'm doing over there, uh, as well as over 100 podcasts and content creators from sports, news, politics, entertainment, and more. DeanBlundell.com has everything that you're looking for. Hey, if you're a fan of the Dear Passage podcast and you're looking for a place to get all of my content, head on over to RayRoute.com. That's R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H.com. You'll find the latest episode of the Dear Passage podcast, plus all my videos, blogs, videos, merch, store, whatever, all of that stuff. Go check out RayRoute.com, R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H.com, and get all of my newest free content all in one place. And of course, if you're looking for exclusive Dear Pats Nation content, head on over to the Patreon page and become a loyalty club member for only $5 a month. Here's the perks you get for joining the Patreon page. You get the live video version of the Dear Pats Nation podcast. You get direct access to me. Send me a message, message and I guarantee that I'll answer you. Your comments and questions will be answered on every episode of the Dear Pats, Pats Nation podcast. Plus, every Friday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's right, Eastern Standard Time. You can join the Patreon Hangout with me and all the Loyalty Club members. We'll even invite producer Mike. So for only $5, you get exclusive videos. You get your comments and questions answered. And you get the Friday night Hangout. Come on, guys. What up? five bucks that's what that's two trips to starbucks come check out the patreon page over at patreon.com slash dpn sports and with that being said let's get this show started let's kick it off with our one and only patreon comment tonight the patreon group has been taking it easy on me this week Doug says, Juju Smith-Schuster was listed by PFF as the best fit for New England in free agency, and Jarvis Landry recently came out and said he might want to play elsewhere, are either viable options. Uh, I saw the Juju Smith-Schuster piece on PFF. I also saw Pats Nation react to it like crazy. I saw it on Twitter. I saw it in my Discord. I saw it on the YouTube page. I saw it on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. People are on 
the Juju Smith-Schuster train. Listen, I love me some Juju Smith-Schuster. I've loved him since he was just a young rookie for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've loved him since he burnt Devin McCourty and brought the ball all the way down with the four-yard line in the regular season game before Jesse James was just absolutely screwed by the NFL officials. And the Patriots ended up uh, winning a game on a Deron Harmon interception that they definitely 100%, 140%, 190% should have lost. That being said, do I think Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be a part of the Patriots next year? No. Are they, is he viable? No. Why is he not viable? Because he plays the same position as Kendrick Bourne. He's not the stretch receiver. He's not the guy that we're all ta- that we're all talking about the Patriots needing. They're talking about the guy who can stretch the field. That's not Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster has come across the middle. They've got Jacoby Myers. They've got Kendrick Bourne for that. If you're going to spend money on a, on a wide receiver, you might as well spend it on Jacoby Myers. He's probably going to come cheaper than Juju, too, because Juju gets, I think, a little bit overvaluated in the NFL. Jarvis Landry, it's a different story. He's aging. I think he's going to be, what, like 33 years old or something of that nature. It's not like he's a young buck anymore. However, producer Mike is checking that for me. However... He's going to become a free agent. He's not going to be traded because his salary cap hit is too big. I just don't see the Patriots assuming that type of contract. That's my opinion. He's 29, so he's not 33. So maybe he is viable. Um, I love Jarvis Landry. I just think with the cap problems that the Patriots have, I just don't see it happening. Thank you uh for taking it easy on me this week patreon but uh drop those questions and comments let's let's make it happen let's extend this podcast longer than i want to do it and with that let's bring in a guy i just don't want to face today oh he's gonna talk about his two-year plan he was causing fires in the discord all day just like dropping things and starting chris or chris ola i I was gonna say crapola i don't know what i was getting at there guys my mind is blank right now i just i'm gonna be honest with you i don't want to be here this is i'm only here so i don't get fined you know, another guy who's here because he loves being here. Let's bring in producer Mike. Mike, how are you, man? Good. What's going on, Ray? Living the dream, brother. Living the dream. Nice. Oh, man. Let's get into the stories tonight. And the first one we're going to be looking at is how JC Jackson said he's not that important to the Patriots. And it's time for Mr. INT to get paid. And, of course, still coming up, the Packers and Devontae Adams haven't discussed a contract extension. And the Steelers are going to be adding some quarterbacks this offseason. Uh, people keep ripping on the Joe judge move and they keep tearing apart bill Belichick. And, um, Oh, this is the, this is the, I, I, this one is the headliner on purpose. The Packers GM claims that green Bay will be competitive with or without Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams. I can't wait to see that, but let's get into this JC Jackson story. Sure. So the new England Patriots haven't even reached out to JC Jackson since the end of their 2021 campaign. And that has apparently left a very sour taste in their number one cornerback's mouth. He was interviewed and he said, quote, "Uh, I guess I can't be that important to them, end quote. And that was eerily similar to, well, quotes we've heard from guys like Danny Amendola and Dion Lewis and, well, Malcolm Butler to an extent. And we've seen the Patriots play this game with the corners before we saw him play it with Malcolm Butler. We just saw them do it with Stefan Gilmore. And now it looks like he's doing it with JC Jackson. 
Uh, regardless of what happens with JC Jackson this year, he is focusing on getting paid, saying, quote, it's time to get paid. Let's look at what Matthew Washington of the score wrote about this. He said, quote, while the 2021 Pro Bowler and second team All-Pro acknowledged that the Patriots approached him about a contract extension during the 2021 season, he said New England hasn't reached out since the end of the campaign. Quote, I guess I can't be that important to them, Jackson said. I know I am, but they're not showing me. But regardless of where he lands, Jackson, who made $3.38 million last year, is focused on getting a big payday. Whatever happens, happens, he said. I'm taking it day by day. But it's time for me to get paid. It's time for me. It's time to get Mr. INT paid. If you're a New England Patriots fan, you should be concerned right now because this doesn't sound good. Mike, JC Jackson, he's a part of your two-year plan. We know that he's a part of that two-year plan. You've already figured out the money and everything. Uh-huh. I'm going to go a different direction on this. Sure. Would New England Patriot fans be furious with Bill Belichick if he let J.C. Jackson walk? Or are there other viable options out there that perhaps they don't want to spend that kind of money and make that kind of investment into a cornerback? So it's tough. Um, They don't have the money up front to invest this year. So the type of contract you're looking at is basically – you know, you're kicking a lot of money down the road. They could say to themselves, and this wouldn't be the first time Bill has done this, I'll go get, um, you know, two adequate guys for cheaper or, you know, about the same cost. I'll make sure I have them. And, you know, that way we don't have as much money tied up in the future and we'll, we'll get by. I mean, we've seen that in the past with the Patriots secondary. They didn't have the most success in those years, but Um, You know, if Bill goes the route of investing in the front seven, for example, and saying, "Okay, well, we're going to, you know, basically just live with what we have on the back end. That wouldn't be something that we're quite foreign to as Patriots fans either. Well, let's take a little little look at the fan reaction today. We did drop a poll over on uh, our Twitter page, RayRoute.com. It's at RayRouteWeb. That's R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H Web, W-E-B. Uh, we said J.C. Jackson says he's not very important to the Patriots, but it's time for him to get paid. If you're a Patriots fan, would you be upset if Bill Belichick let Jackson walk, or are you okay with it? The options were, yes, I'd be furious. The second option would be, in Bill, we trust. Mike, we were shocked last night at some of the responses because we thought they were going to go one direction and they went a totally different one. This was our most interacted with poll of the day. This one may shock you too. 56.9% of the voters have said in Bill, we trust. Wow. Okay. So if he lets JC Jackson go, 56.9%, let's say that, let's pretend that that covers the fan base. Yep. Over 50% of this fan base, now it's close, but over 50% of this fan base uh, will be supporting Bill Belichick, yep. uh, which does show you that there's still a split down the middle. I think two, three, four years ago, that might have been a little bit higher. I, pre, I, pre, I, pre 2017, that might have been 70% in Bill We Trust. I agree. I, I think it would have been higher. I think some of the question marks have probably brought that number down. And and listen, at the, at the end of the day, this could be a Stefan Gilmore situation circa uh, 2019. Maybe they are better off uh, tagging JC, trading him and, you know, getting what they can now because um, 
let's be honest, if JC doesn't pan out to be a number one man corner and the Patriots invest all this money in him, it's just going to look like a terrible decision uh, going forward. It is. And if we recall back that, I mean, we saw what, what Butler did when he left New England. And right. I'm just and uh, there was a lot of insults thrown at Tennessee for giving them the money that they he did, right? Now, let, um, oh, I was going to say real quick in JC's defense, though, I think he's further along at this stage of his career than Gilmore was because if if people remember, Gilmore came in the first year and a half, he really didn't look like a great man corner. Some of us were ready to throw him out after a couple penalties one game that um, kind of caused the Patriots. I don't know who that season. was. No, I don't remember either. Damn it, Mike. Was that you? Might have been. <laughs> but, well, let's talk about why don't we talk about another uh, big name player who apparently hasn't had a contract extended to them either? Because um this is this this one I think is bigger than JC Jackson. Uh yeah. and still and don't forget still to come after that. We're gonna talk about the Steelers, they're gonna be adding quarterbacks this offseason. We're gonna talk about Bill Belichick's plan uh for Joe Judge the mentor Mac Jones, how it could be a disaster, according to a Boston yeah. columnist. And uh the story of the day, the Packers GM. And yes, guys, I never use do a Packers GM story because I have to try to pronounce his last name, but I had to tonight because we're going to talk about him saying that the Green Bay Packers will be competitive with or without Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. But let's start with this first Devontae Adams story. And Devontae Adams is probably, arguably, one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League. And the Packers and Adams have not had a contract discussion since the end of the season. When you have that type of talent, you would have to assume that you would want to be reaching out to him because we know that the Devontae Adams decision or what happens with Devontae Adams could directly impact the decision of what Aaron Rodgers does. Let me remind everybody that Aaron Rodgers is the reigning NFL MVP for back-to-back -back years. And he is yet to make his call and make his decision known of what he's going to do in Green Bay. We know that there's been frustration about the weapons that they provided him. Not committing to Devontae Adams long-term could just have Aaron Rodgers waving bye-bye. Let's also not forget that Devontae Adams also previously acknowledged that Rodgers' decision could affect his own move. Here's what Daniel Valenti of The Score said. He said, quote, The Green Bay Packers and Devontae Adams have not had any contract discussion since the end of the season, a source told the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel's Tom Silverstein. The 29-year-old's future could also affect quarterback Aaron Rodgers' decision about whether to stay with the Packers. The reigning NFL MVP said Tuesday that he has not made a call regarding his own fate in Green Bay, but alluded to the possibility of the team tagging Adams, according to Ben Standig of The Athletic. Adams also previously acknowledged that Rodgers' decision would affect his own move. Now, I'm not saying that I'm smarter than an NFL general manager, but if I was Green Bay, I would probably be looking into how can I secure Devontae Adams for a long time, because even after Aaron Rodgers, you got to give somebody to Jordan Love. Mike, I mean, this story here, I don't get it. It's crazy. Uh, I've never seen an organization who just completely wants to piss off their quarterback as much as possible. 
What are the odds, in your opinion, that Devontae Adams will be a Green Bay Packer in 2022? Actually, I think it's pretty high, as, um, with the caveat that Aaron Rodgers remains a Packer. Um, listen, I think they're going to put the franchise tag on Devontae. I think that's why they haven't had a lot of negotiations negotiations with him, and I think they'll probably either try to d- continue that discussion as long as they can about a long, long-term uh, negotiation while he's on the tag or let him play out the tag and see what happens after that. Um, the Packers did make one move today, though, to free up about $11 million in cap space. So this could be the other reason for the delay. They could be moving money around in anticipation of giving both Rogers and uh, Adams a deal. Yeah, and we have heard in the past that they're willing to give Aaron Rodgers more money to stay on the yeah. team if that's what it's going to take. Uh, audience, I mean, I could say they agree with you, but it's pretty split. 52.8% of people, we did put a poll out on RayRoute.com, on Twitter, at RayRouteWeb. We said, do you think the Packers and Adams can get a deal done? 52.8% said, yeah, they'll get it done, to the 47.2% who said, not a chance, done in Green Bay. So it's close, but it's 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 split down the middle, but it is favoring that they do believe that Devontae Adams, I just don't see how Green Bay in good conscience could let Devontae Adams walk and expect that Aaron Rodgers is going to play football for the next season. No, and I think I think that would be the nail in the coffin unless they found a way to maybe sign two of these big-name free agent wide receivers. I think it would still piss him off because Devontae Adams is special. I don't think you can necessarily replace him with like a, a Chris Godwin and or, you know, uh, name name your pick, Allen Robinson. Even if you went and got both of them, I don't know if it would appease him. Not to mention, you wouldn't really be saving money at that point. Um, listen, this this is this goes into these whole Aaron Rodgers negotiations we've been talking about. It's it's tenuous ground for both parties, you know. No, it absolutely is. Let's talk about tenuous grounds. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger retired. Let's talk about we have spoken to a lot of of Pittsburgh fans, and we know a Pittsburgh fan personally who I've never seen somebody, I'm calling you out, Joe, flip-flop on quarterbacks as much as he does. One day he's great with a quarterback, the next day he's not. Uh, But guys, don't forget, still coming up, we're going to be talking about Belichick's plan for ex-Giants coach, Joe Judge mentoring Mac Jones, how it's going to be a disaster. And uh, our headliner of the day, the Packers general manager claiming that Green Bay will be competitive with or without Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I can't wait to get to that. But let's start with this whole Steelers story. Because as we all know, Ben Roethlisberger is no longer an NFL quarterback, which means by association, he's no longer the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And their general manager, Kevin Colbert, came out today and he said that the team is going to plan on bringing in quarterbacks. And I emphasize the S, backs, this offseason, which may mean that they're not bringing in big-name quarterbacks. They're bringing in quarterbacks. Uh, as of right now, Mason Rudolph is penciled in to be the starter of the team, which makes sense. He's the only one on the team who's signed to a contract, I believe. Dwayne Haskins is expected to be tendered as a restricted free agent, so he should be returning. And let's remember when we go all the way back to, I believe, January. It was right after Big Ben had announced his retirement. Mike Tomlin said that all options were on the table. We've talked about the possibility of Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo. You could look at some of the lesser guys like Mitchell Trubisky, who's looking for a second way around. 
at the end of the day, though, the Steelers are facing significant offseason change in a whole lot of positions, but I think for the most part, trying to work through that quarterback position. Let's look at what Daniel Valente of the score wrote. He said, Pittsburgh Steelers general manager Kevin Colbert said that the team plans to bring in quarterbacks this offseason following Ben Roethlisberger's retirement. Colbert said that Mason Rudolph is presently penciled in as a starter, though Rudolph is the only Steelers quarterback currently under contract for 2022. Dwayne Haskins, who spent the 2021 campaign backing up Roethlisberger and Rudolph, is expected to be tendered as a restricted free agent. Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin said in January all options are on the table when it comes to the searching for Roethlisberger's replacement after the veteran retired following an 18-year career. The quarterback position is one of the many areas where the Steelers are facing significant change this offseason. Again, you're going from the guy who's led your team for 18 years as a New England Patriots fan. I feel you because we've been in this position. We've had to face it uh, head on. And believe me, it's not an easy transition, even if Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady were at very different playing levels at the end of their career. Uh, Mike, as I was saying to you, we know some Pittsburgh Steelers fans personally, one at least, and he flip-flops on the quarterback situation all the time. We've heard (laughs) him endorse Mason Rudolph. We've heard him trash Mason Rudolph. We've heard him endorse other quarterbacks. Then we've heard him trash them. But I want to ask you this. Will the Steelers bring in a big-name quarterback, or is it more likely that Mason Rudolph will be the Pittsburgh quarterback or the Pittsburgh Steelers' next quarterback? Well, more than likely that Rudolph will be the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback next season. I think it's more than likely Mason Rudolph will probably be the quarterback next season. Listen, I think they're going to try to um, see what they can do with Dwayne Haskins. I think they're going to try to sink some more money into that offensive line and the defense and see how far that will take them. Um, I just don't it. The quarterbacks that we thought would move in that direction. Listen, there's a lot of places Jimmy Garoppolo could go next season for example I don't know if Pittsburgh is going to be one of them we originally thought Kirk Cousins could move it looks like he's going to stay put uh we don't know what's going to happen with Jameis Winston after that injury so that's that's another possibility but um I honestly just see the Steelers kind of staying put right now and maybe addressing it next season well, let's see if the followers of at Ray Route Web agree with you. We put out the question today, and we said, will the Steelers add a big-name quarterback, or will it more likely it's Mason Rudolph? The options were big name is coming. Rudolph is the guy. And 73.8% of the respondents are disagreeing with producer Mike, and they think a big name is coming to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And to me, that's a little bit of wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's again, it's tough. Like, listen, could you could you see a Jimmy Garoppolo there? For sure, you could. Um, is he again, a big name? Well, that's the other his thing. His name I, is big. Like his yeah. name is big. But is the cachet bigger than the product? I guess I would put. I, so, that's how I would say it. So if we if we define big name quarterback as Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Russell Wilson, and I don't know who else you might want to throw into that hat, but basically those two are the two big names I can think of right now. I would say no. Listen, um, I don't, I, I said it before, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is moving. I, I don't think he's going to go go anywhere. I, I don't think Russell Wilson is going to go anywhere, or if he does, it looks like there are other teams that might be vying for him. 
And I honestly don't think the Steelers touched Deshaun Watson. I could be wrong. That was the other name I was thinking of in the back of my head. But I think I personally think Deshaun Watson is a toxic asset right now. So I don't think anybody's going to want to touch him. Speaking of a toxic asset. Good segues tonight. It is a good segue. Yeah, it's working out beautifully. Um, this is story is actually, I wanted this to be the headliner, but I just couldn't get past our, what our actual headline is, which is, ladies and gentlemen, the final story we'll be talking about is that the Packers general manager believes that the Green Bay Packers will be competitive with or without Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I mean, it has to be the headliner. But here's sort of the co-main event. Um, Patriots Belichick. Uh, is planned for Joe Judge to mentor Mac Jones will be a disaster. So let's get into this story, then we'll get Mike's opinion. So Bill Belichick is obviously taking a ton of heat for hiring, let's call him former New York Giants head coach Joe Judge, but he was also the former New England Patriots special team coordinator and wide receiver coach, was with the Patriots for years. But I think one of the things that people are the most concerned about, at least in the media landscape, and I do say media landscape because that's an important factor to take in here, Joe Judge has no experience running an offense or directly working with quarterbacks. Now, he was a quarterback, so he understands the position. But when you look at what he's done as a coach – he has no experience around it. He wasn't directly working with Daniel Jones as the head coach. He was working with the receivers and special teams in New England. I'm sure he would have had some little experiences here or there. I mean, you can't not as being a coach, but I think that's what people talk about. Um, basically, the way Joe Judge is being described is he is woefully underqualified to coach Mac Jones. And they kind of point to what he did for Daniel Jones. And one of the quotes I think a lot of people remember is when New York Giants owner John Mara came out and said that we've done everything possible to screw Daniel Jones up. Joe Judge would have been one of those things they did to screw Daniel Jones up. Here's what Mike Rosenstein from NJ.com wrote. Said, in Bill we trust? Maybe not. New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick is taking heat following hiring the former New York Giants coach Joe Judge. Before Judge was the Giants head coach, he spent eight years as an assistant in New England, ascending to the roles of special teams coordinator and wide receiver coach. Judge has no experience running an offense or working directly with a quarterback, and that could be a problem for the Patriots. Here's the one that people are going to love. Boston Globe columnist Christopher L. Gasper believes that Belichick is committing malpractice by entrusting Jones's development to judge judges quote judges woefully unqualified to tutor Mac Jones. <clears throat> he did zero for Daniel Jones and his disastrous stint as New York giants head coach with giants owner, John Morris saying that the organization has done quote, everything possible to screw Jones up. That's hardly a ringing endorsement for turning over Max development to judge who in his final game as the Giants head coach dialed up back-to-back -back quarterback sneaks on second and 11 from his two and uh, two and third and nine from his four. That's more conservative than a Kentucky Senator. Um, good pun. That's all it was. Listen, a lot of media disappointment towards Joe Judge's return to the Patriots and, and the role that he's taking on. I would tell everybody, 
let's just wait and see because there could be a lot of people opening their mouth and inserting their foot this season. However, Mike, I'm going to ask you. We've been vocal about this. However, you were also vocal about Josh McDaniels. Yep. Is this criticism being thrown at Bill Belichick and Joe Judge warranted? Or is this a situation where perhaps people should maybe wait and see what happens? I think this is definitely a wait and see situation. Listen, Joe Judge had the ringing endorsement of not only uh, the team when he left, but Bill Belichick. Um, and he's got glowing endorsements from Nick Saban. And, and listen, some of that time with the Giants, he was getting praise from his players. I think, again, and I, we've mentioned this, at some point, uh, the the shape of the Giants organization, I think, put Joe Judge in a, in a situation that kind of turned him into this tyrant that people uh, are trying to label him as his la- last couple months there, year there. So let's wait and see. I think this is a lot of media speculation. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I think Brian Hoyer is going to be his quarterback's coach. So we talked about in one of our last stories, Jimmy Garoppolo's name being more cachet than the product. I'd yep. say one name that's been losing cachet over the last few years is Bill Belichick amongst yeah the Boston media, and some of the Patriots fan base. Definitely. So we asked the media, or sorry, we asked the fans, because we don't really care what the media says. We asked the fans at Ray Route Web, is the criticism being thrown at Bill Belichick and Joe Judge warranted? The responses were, it's totally warranted or wait and see. 77 Point three percent of respondents said wait and see that's fair i mean honestly that's fair you know if things go awry this season then then you then you can lay blame then you can make your criticism can i just point out there that i'm very proud of patriots fans and I want to believe that those are patriots fans who are doing this and not our buffalo bills or yeah, i was gonna say fans the Buffalo Bills contingent, yeah, or the or the the Indy contingent too. It's the I know it's a bigger Buffalo contingent, but yeah, still about fifty percent of our fan base is still New England Patriots. So some of those guys were Patriot fans in there. Hopefully, they're not the twenty two percent. But <laughs> I'm going to say, Mike, the the last two nights of the show, we just started these polls yesterday's show. So this is only our second day of the show. These yep. polls are going in different directions than I would have originally predicted based on yeah. the type of comments that we get back when we talk about things and people. Um, and maybe it's just the toxicity of our, our discord that's making me think this way. But loud um, minorities, loud minorities. <laughs> but I but I've been impressed with the polls. I mean, there's a lot of like there's still a lot of faith in Bill Belichick out there, which I'm happy to see. Definitely. And, you know, when a guy has a 20 year track record, despite who, you know, was his quarterback, yeah, I think you get you give him time. I think that's fair. I think it's and listen, we saw it last year. There was all this criticism. He went and got a quarterback, you know, have a little faith. It's time for the main event. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Because for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching home on live TV, let's get ready to rumble. (laughs) 
because the Packers general manager claims that the Green Bay Packers will be competitive with or without Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Let's do the story first, and then we will hear from producer Mike. I'm excited. I've been waiting to cover this subject. That's awesome. So the Packers general manager held a press conference today, and he came out and said that the Green Bay Packers will hold steady in the 2022 season, meaning that they will be competitive, which means they will still be the team to beat even if Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are no longer a part of the pack. Quote, we're going to field a competitive team, end quote. Now, a part of me knows what do we expect him to say, hey, we're going to suck next year? No, you're going to expect him to come out and show a little bit of confidence. Maybe they have that confidence that nobody else does in Jordan Love. But that's a big statement that could blow up in your face very, very quickly. Hmm. Now, the organization hasn't given Aaron Rodgers a deadline to make up his mind for retirement, which could hurt them in the Devontae Adams sweepstakes. Here's what Alex Chippen of the score said. Brian Gutenust expects the Green Bay Packers to hold steady in 2022. Even if offensive stars Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are out of the picture. Quote, we're going to field a competitive team regardless, the general manager said Wednesday. We're the Green Bay Packers. And I think we have a really good football team in front of us. Those are elite players. And whenever you have elite players, you feel good about that. You may have to do things in different ways if those hypotheticals come into play. We'll see how it goes. I like the nucleus and the core and foundation of our football team. End quote. Now, we noted that the organization hasn't given Rodgers a deadline to make up his mind on the retirement. Rodgers previously said that he expects that he'll make a decision shortly. Again, I don't expect the general manager, the Green Bay Packers, to come out and say, hey, I don't have faith in my team, but to come out and say something like, "Those are the elite players are Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. That's the problem. And when they're gone, you start to fall a little bit short on the elite players list. Mike, I'm just going to go right to the question. No lead up. Is there any chance that the Green Bay Packers would be successful without Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams? Um, I think you'd have to redefine what success potentially means for that team. But um, listen, they have a decent roster. I think they could. They have a good running game. They have some good tight ends. They have a good offensive line. Um, They do actually have a couple of receivers. So listen. I mean, they could make it work, but when you lose that quarterback and that wide receiver, especially the quarterback, I'm going to put emphasis on the quarterback here, three-time MVP, you know, the laundry list of achievements, you don't just, you don't just have the same level of success immediately. Or if you do, it would be shocking, honestly, because we haven't seen that from Jordan Love so far. I feel like this is like Patriot fans saying that getting blown out in the wild card round was a successful season because we got to the playoffs, right? Yeah. Except we didn't come out and talk about us being competitive and them having elite players in front of them the way that that he is. Um, and again, right. a little bit of respect. What's he going to say? My team right. sucks if I lose Exactly. Them? Well, let's see what the poll said. <laughs> Of course, you can follow us uh, the rayroute.com uh, Twitter page at rayroute web. 
going to be honest with you, I put out the polls. Anything else that's on there is all my again. <laughs> if there's something that's not a poll and it seems kind of trolly, that might it's, be right. It maybe because I forgot to switch accounts. And <laughs> <laughs> so we said Packers GM claims that they think they're going to be good. Thoughts? Here was the options. He's delusional. B, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. C, yeah, the pack has a chance. First of all, 22.2% of people believe they have a chance without Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. So good for you, Packers Nation. Um, Damn. We thought we had a chance with Jared Stidham as the quarterback when Tom Brady left. Don't worry. They're just going to pick up where they left off. We still have Bill Belichick. We'll be just fine. 11 wins. Oh, well, 13 wins, according to Connor. I mean, that's a 13-win <laughs> team in front of them there. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It was only at 18.5%, and he's delusional. It was at 59.3%. Put those together, though, almost over 70% of respondents. Yeah. 78.8% to be exact. Look at that math. Damn. Believe that he's delusional and the green Bay Packers are not going to be competitive without Aaron Rodgers, and Devontae Adams and Packers fans. You think Patriots fans got toxic when the mm. Patriots sucked for a year. You're talking about a fan base. That's been good since the mid nineties. Yeah, man, that's, that's going to be a tough transition when it comes. That's why I think they're trying to hold on to him for sure. Who would have been easier to replace or who was in a, a, a more difficult position? Mac Jones having to be Tom Brady's replacement because we know he was Tom Brady's replacement, not Mac jo- or not Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Or Jordan Love, who has to replace not just Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, because that's the concession. I think Jordan Love, you know, that that bridge year with Cam Newton, I think made people kind of appreciate the intelligent pocket quarterback that we had here. Um, so people were kind of giddy to see Mac Jones get on the field. <laughs> Not to mention, um, you know, I, I kind of mentioned it before. Listen, everybody was expecting Bill Belichick to draft like an offensive lineman if Mac Jones was still there because, you know, that's what Bill Belichick does. I think when he took the quarterback, like, listen, we have the footage from from the draft party. Everybody was just so excited, you know, so elated. You, you can't replace that emotion. So everybody is very excited for Mac Jones. Jordan Love is just. I feel like if there is this breakup, Jordan Love is almost going to be to blame for it, right? We may um, – I don't know if I want – no. We'll cover this tomorrow. Okay. Just go look at what Adam Schefter said about Jimmy Garoppolo. Not now. After. Very interesting. Have you seen that yet? No, I'll go I take a look at I just saw it. Very interesting. I think that might be our lead subject tomorrow night. Um, tune in. Tune into tomorrow's show. Because it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a doozy. Um, probably one of the more interesting things I've seen Adam Schefter say in a long. Did you see it? Yeah, I just don't saw say it out loud. Don't say it no, out loud. No, I, no, I won't. That's just wow. If you guys want to have a really good time tomorrow night, don't go on Twitter. Don't go look at what Schefter said about Jimmy Garoppolo. Tune into the podcast tomorrow because we'll have a good time and we'll we'll have a conversation about it. Sure. Uh, with that being said, Michael, it's time for the music to start. It's time for me to nod my head at you, give you a wave, and say thanks for coming, man. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. That's just about it, guys, for the Dear Pats Nation podcast with 
Ray Route. Who y'all voting for? No, no. Thanks a lot for uh, tuning in today. Uh, make sure that you're following us on Twitter at RayRouteWeb. Stay up to date when all of our new content's released. You can answer our poll questions, all that kind of stuff. You can also follow me on Twitter at DPN underscore Ray. Uh, and you can follow producer Mike at MN underscore off topic. Uh, we've got all your Patriots and NFL content covered. Why would you not want to tune in daily? Don't forget that uh, I'm a member of the Dean Blundell Podcast Network. Head on over to DeanBlundell.com and see everything I'm doing over there, uh, as well as over 100 podcasts and content creators from sports, news, politics, entertainment, and more. DeanBlundell.com has everything that you're looking for. Hey, and if you're a fan of the Dear Pat Station podcast and you're looking for a place to get all of my content, head on over to RayRoute.com. That's R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H.com. Uh, you'll find the latest episodes of the Dear Pat Station podcast, plus my newest videos, blogs, merch store, and more. Go check out RayRoute.com. That's R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H.com and get all of my newest free content all in one place. If you're looking for exclusive Dear Pat Station content, head on over to the Patreon page and become a loyalty club member for only $5 a month. That's $5 a month. Here's the perks you get for joining the Patreon page. You get the live video version of the Dear Pat Station podcast. I'm waving. I'm waving to the Patreon right now so they can see me. You can't. Uh, you get direct access to me. Send me a message. I guarantee you that I will answer you. Anywhere, anywhere else you send me, email, DM, I can't guarantee I can get back to you. Patreon, we guarantee that I will get back to you. If you want to talk to Mike and I can arrange that as well. Uh, your comments and questions will be answered on every episode of the Dear Pats Nation podcast, plus every Friday night, guys, every Friday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can join the Patreon Hangout with me and all the Loyalty Club members. So for only five bucks a month, that's like what? That's one Starbucks trip. That's one beer at the bar. One Coca-Cola if you're an alcoholic. You get exclusive videos. You get your comments and questions answered. You get access to me and you get the Friday night hangout. If you're sitting there on the Discord waiting for me to go and engage with you, well, you know what? You got to catch me that one day a week for that three minutes that I'm in there. You want the access? Come to Patreon. www.patreon.com slash Sports. Come on. Don't cheap out. All right, uh, that's it for the pitches. That's it for the content. We appreciate everyone who has listened from all over the world. Germany, Portugal, Israel. Dude, we got a guy who messages me. Saudi Arabia. All over Europe, South America, Chile, Brazil, Ecuador. We appreciate all of y'all. And don't forget, no matter who you are, no matter what's going on in your life, you're legit, kid. Hey, listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer. Such a dirtbag. 
Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster and not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100% because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirtbags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.